there's no mom manual. We all know that. So this is the place you want to be. To laugh, to learn, to share, to join. The moms couldn't be more different, but best friends, partners, and now family. Melissa is happily married. Denise is happily divorced. And they're parenting worlds apart. Their thoughts on many things, complete opposite. Complete opposite. Grab your friends and join the moms. Here's Denise and Melissa. Hi, everybody. It's me again. It's just Denise. Uh, our summers are just so crazy, but I am so excited because I'm joined today by a really interesting person who's going to be in studio. Her name is Anya Schwartzman. She is a psychologist and also a new mom entrepreneur. She is now starting a business called The Fashion Mentor, taking people shopping and getting a little bit of therapy while they do it. So Anya is going to be joining me shortly. But first, I want to thank Cozy Earth Bamboo Bedding. Cozy Earth is the world's foremost source of luxury, quality, authentic bamboo bedding. Their sheets, blankets, comforters, and pillows are way softer than even the highest thread count luxury cotton. And they sleep 50% less humid and degrees cooler. That's because we sweat while we sleep, which is why you weigh less in the morning than at night. Cotton and poly bedding locks in that moisture like a Dutch oven. Cozy Earth premium bamboo bedding wicks it away so you sleep cooler. It's amazing. So if you're having night sweats or hot flashes, you got to try Cozy Earth. Or even if you just want to experience the best night's sleep of your life every night. Tell you what, go to CozyEarth.com and enter the promo code MOMS to get $50 off your first order and free shipping. Try it for 30 days. If you don't love it, return it for a full refund. Come on, you deserve a great night's sleep every night. Get it at CozyEarth.com. Don't forget to use the promo code MOMS for $50 off your first order and free shipping. Wow, I am so excited to try this because I got to admit it, I have the hot flashes and night sweats. So that's really exciting. I didn't know that. So anyway, um, like I said, it's just me this week. Melissa is off on a little getaway with her family, and I actually just got back. I took my kids on an adventure. I love to do something different with them every year, and it's sort of what we look forward to every year. And I started this tradition uh, three summers ago when, or two summers ago when I was finishing chemo, and I hadn't really taken an adventure with my kids before I was scared of flying and um, you know you just get like stuck in your routine and so and trips are expensive and so um, two years ago I took them to London and last year I took them to Iceland and we just got back from Wyoming and I thought it was time to explore our country and we had the most incredible time and for, for those of you who live out in that area it is unbelievable. I mean, I cannot believe how much of our country I have not seen. And uh, I chose Wyoming because we really wanted to do some outdoor adventure and to see Yellowstone National Park and to see Grand Teton National Park. And it really was a learning trip for my kids and for me. And um, it was just such an incredible, I like have no words to describe it. You can go to at the Moms Network on Instagram or my personal Instagram, Denise Albert, to really just feel, you know, see what we did and and read a little bit about some of my emotions on the trip because it was so incredibly special and to the point where my kids actually thanked me every day. And and that has has really never felt better because, you know, I didn't have to explain to them how hard I worked to be able to do this trip for them or 
you know, how, how hard I worked on planning it. I mean, every day they just, they literally kept hugging me and thanking me. And I thought, wow, so, you know, you know what, some days when you're not feeling like you're the best parent in the world or, you know, you work too much or you're just not maybe paying attention to your kids as much as you should, like this trip for me really solidified that I'm doing it, I'm doing it right. And I might not be perfect every day, but uh, the fact that I was able to do this with my kids and the fact that they appreciated it and thanked me. And it's funny, my mom said to me that she really wished that when I was a kid that we would have that she would have taken us on a trip like this. I said to her, you know, I don't know that I would have appreciated it back then. So, so I feel like I'm really doing something right with my kids. The fact that they are so interested and they, they want the adventure. They want to learn. We learned about the wildlife. We learned about national forests. We learned about how fires are good for the environment in these national parks. And, you know, it was really just an, an incredible experience that I am just so proud to have given to my kids. And um, I just wanted to share that with you. And I hope you can go to our social media and follow along. And now my mom's do your homework for this week is really about trying new things and um, overcoming fears. My younger son was scared, is scared of heights. And we went on a tram ride up up the mountain at um, at Teton Village in Jackson Hole, and you know, I just you know he just did it, and he didn't want to, but because there's just me, him, and his brother on the trip, I couldn't leave him at the bottom, and I I just said Jay, you know what, like let's sit together on the tram and let's just go up together and and you don't have to walk to the edge you don't have to take pictures you can stand in the middle you don't have to look you don't have to do anything let's just try it and he did and I was just so proud of him and then my older son we went for a hike one day in the mountains and this is you have to understand a day after we had been on a tour at Yellowstone National Park and learned about the bears and the bison and all of these wild animals and so we're on a hike and after about 20 minutes he was like mom I don't feel safe and you know what he tried it we did it for 10 or 15 more minutes and I, I sort of like said to him like let's just do it for a little bit longer and he did he pushed through and I stuck to my word and I said you know what we're going to turn around we don't have to have a full day hike and uh, so he pushed through that fear too and we tried new things and so you know I think it's so important for your kids to also feel that sense of accomplishment. So I would love to hear from all of you about something new that you want to try or that your kids will try this year. So you can email us moms at the moms.com or you can tag us on Instagram at the moms, but that's, that's my homework for you this week. So, uh, I can't wait to hear from you. And now I'm joined by Anya Schwartzman, the fashion mentor. So I'm joined today by Anya Schwartzman, and this is so fun because you're actually in studio. We happen to live in the same building. Uh, we didn't know each other, but we were introduced by a few different friends. And what I love about you is that you are a therapist. You work in a school. You have been doing this for almost 20 years, and you are now reinventing yourself. You're continuing your work as a therapist and a psychologist in a school, but you are working with women in a very different way. Totally different. So tell yeah. me a little bit about what you're doing. So um, I decided to do something totally different, I think mostly to try to bring out more of the creativity inside me. And what I've done is um, change up the whole 
the whole uh, theme of what I do. So people come to me typically in transition and they are looking for a way to feel better in their lives. What I do is I meet with them and we discuss what exactly they're looking for and then we try to work together through their shopping. Um, how they dress is important and I believe it's like an armor. So I will actually go into their closets and I will analyze their closets in a way that's so different than anyone's done. And I then decide with them if they want to go shopping or they want me to shop for them and, and uh, we take it from there. We decide what, what's best for them. And how did you come up with this idea? Honestly, it was just um, probably from this experience that I had with a friend, uh, a very good friend of mine was going through a very terrible divorce situation. I mean, she had literally just got dumped by her husband and three kids at home and she barely could make it out the door every day. And so every time that she and I saw each other, she would tell me that people were forever asking her to go for coffee or you know lunch or whatever it was. And I was willing to do that, but um, instead one day she said, you know, I just, I need a dress for my daughter's high school graduation. I know my ex is gonna be there. I don't think I could do it. And I thought, wow, you need shopping, I'm your girl. So we went shopping and it was really difficult for her. I mean, she barely could make it through the, you know, the aisles. She just, everything was just so dismal in her life. And, and I felt like the work I was doing with her was real. I was in there with, the, with her in the dressing room and I was talking to her about life and her, her um, you know, ability to resiliency and all that. And it was so different. I thought, oh my God, I could actually do this. I can, I can make an impact for people. I could do this. Right, and, and, and obviously, it's a little bit more than just a friend saying, oh, that looks really good on you. Exactly. Right? You're, you're coming from it from a different perspective. Completely different. I mean, the truth is, is that I think most women my age don't really have an opportunity to go shopping with friends anymore like we used to. I mean, back in the old days, I remember if you wanted to do something, you would go shopping and then eventually something else. But these days, uh, people with kids are so busy. And I think that um, for the most part, people are just not scheduling those kinds of experiences. So they, they, they don't have that friend to go shopping with. What I offer is more than the friend. I think I offer a sense of, um, of trust and safety and also I think um, you know certainly honesty but in a way that's not going to be too harsh people typically find me because something's not going right in their life and you know I don't think they necessarily need a therapist for weekly sessions but they need someone to talk to them about what's going on and they're not quite sure how to then move forward and I'm that person who helps them do that through this experience which as far as I know, is totally new. I've never heard of anyone doing it before. And it's so great. And I and I read about it, actually. It was a, an article in the New York Post. Yes. I didn't know that we were neighbors. <laughs> yes. And I just thought it was so cool and different. And what I love is to share stories about women also reinventing themselves. And so you typically work in a school with, with adolescents. And this is a new opportunity for you also. So tell me a little bit about what that has done for you in your career. So... I can tell you that, you know, it took me about six months to even say this out loud to people. I think that um, I've worked so hard in my lifetime to take my, t be taken seriously and have a really good reputation. Um, and I think that over the last 18 years, I think I've done that. I think that in my work with kids at school and also my private practice with um, kids, adolescents, young adults, I think that I've, I, th I hope that I've really set a certain standard and I've really worked traditionally and 
I've been incredibly professional. So when I had this idea, I thought, oh my God, no one's going to take me seriously. This is so crazy and kooky. And I mean, I've always, anyone who knows me knows, like, I love shopping. I love clothes. I find it so soothing. You know, I couldn't go anywhere. I can go to TJ Maxx. I can go to Bergdorf's. I just, I love it. And I was worried how people would judge me. So it took me a long time to to say it out loud. And then to say what? You're to say that I want to do this for a career, like that I want to take people shopping. I mean, my closest friends were like um, definitely supportive, but some of them, most of the guy friends were like, oh God, Anya, like what are you, you know, you're going shopping? But it's so much more than that. And so I've been working hard to try to find the words to describe why it's so much more than that. And um, once I got a little more confident about choosing this career and making, and I finally made those business cards and I got out there and then I was so lucky to be in the New York Post. I feel like now I'm starting to feel more confident. I've been hearing a lot of feedback from people outside of this um, world and they're all very supportive. I've gotten a lot of feedback from clients who have gone through this and they're all very supportive. So I just feel like I'm and what are you calling it? I'm calling it the fashion mentor. Okay. And how do people know then that there is that uh, psychology connection as well? So um, I think through just uh, finding out about me through the way that I've advertised myself, um, I'm on Instagram, so I've been trying to keep up with that, and that's a whole other world that I'm not used to at all. Um, it's exhausting, <laughs> like just amazing at the same time. So I'm just I'm trying to do that, and just getting my name out there by talking to people, um, letting them know who I am. I've actually gotten a lot of some feedback, not a lot, but some feedback on the name itself, the fashion mentor, and some people have different opinions about it. Um, I wanted to convey that I'm not this expert, you know, in anything except I really know psychology and I know people and I'm really great with shopping. So mentor was the word that came up. Although I love it. I'm willing to, you know, think about other things. No, it too. sounds great. <laughs> and so, and what are you worried about? The judgment, because I think that's an interesting point as as a psychologist, right? So how do you overcome that? I mean, I've just been really, you know, self-talking a lot. Like, um, I've noticed that a lot of women my age have done a lot of different things. Um, around this time of, of life, I find that, you know, now that my kids are getting older, I have an eight-year-old daughter and a 10-year-old son. Um, I find that they need us in different ways. And so I'm hearing a lot about parents, like especially mothers, who are just changing things up. I have a friend who's a lawyer, um, is doing it for 20 years, and now she's selling jewelry. I have another friend who was selling jewelry, now she's a psychologist. I mean, people just changing life careers. And I always knew that I wanted to do something else. I had thought for years about opening some kind of business, but I could never really, like, I never had the passion for it. And this just sort of formed, and I'm, I'm trying to just be more confident about it by forcing myself. I'm kind of faking it till I make it, honestly. Right. <laughs> now, and you, you said that a lot of your clients are people in transition. So so is it a lot of women going through divorce or changing careers? Right now, it's been different things. It's been uh, some women who are sort of feeling stuck in their jobs, not thrilled, not happy, um, wanting more, not finding the right partners in their life so they haven't been married, not understanding what is getting in the way. Um, that's been a bulk so far. I've also worked with uh, women going through divorce. I think that that's a huge transition in life, so people are definitely feeling lost. Um, and then the, I've also actually uh, have a client who's a gentleman, and he's just he happens to be single, and I think he's just looking for guidance on like how to feel more confident in his suits and all that. Um, so, and I'm open to anyone. Another niche that I think I'd, I 
I'm still trying to build up the clientele or adolescent girls. I think that that's tough. I mean, I don't really have tough. girls, but well, my boyfriend has girls, but um, I think it's hard, especially for girls these days. So many of the clothes are so tight and short uh, and the crop top. So how do you as a therapist talk to girls about that? There's no question about it. I mean, for years, some of my biggest family sessions were always around the idea. It was like bat mitzvah time. And then the girls would be wanting to wear these outfits that the mothers would be yelling and screaming about. And maybe it's a New York phenomenon where like the girls are wearing very short skirts, more so than in other places. I don't know. But it's always been an issue. And I think that on top of it, what makes it more complicated is that unfortunately, so many of our girls today are experiencing body image issues. So there's lots going on. And I think that it takes a very delicate balance in terms of having the conversation with, with these young girls and their parents about how to enable them to feel independent and comfortable enough to express themselves, but in a way that feels safe to the parents um, and makes the girls themselves feel confident. So it's been really tricky. I think for a lot of girls, body image is an issue. The styles today are very tight and short. And so helping them feel just comfortable. I mean, if, if there's a young woman who wants to wear these short shorts and I personally may not think that they're, you know, they look great on her, it doesn't really matter what I think. It matters what she thinks. And that's most important to me. And I think unlike a typical stylist, I wouldn't just say like, honey, no, that's not for you. I would say, you know what? You rock it. Like you want to wear it, you go ahead. And then if I had to work with a parent about it, I think I would try to encourage them to see it through her eyes, you know, that this is what makes her feel confident. Um, so, but what if she doesn't look good? You know what? It's not necessarily my call to judge. Um, and it, and it also depends. I mean, I would never allow somebody who I'm working with to like go out there and be put in a position of feeling really, really ridiculed. But at the same time, I mean, what are we talking about? If they were wanted to wear short shorts, that's the style. And if they understand what attention they're bringing, and that's a whole nother concept, you know, what are they looking to um, put out there in the world? Are they looking for that kind of attention? Are they trying to look sexy when they're really just this pre-adolescent? Um, are they seeking attention from the opposite sex or other partners in life that um, they could try to get through a different way? Are they trying to piss off their parents? You know, whatever that is, I hope that we can talk about it in the shopping experience. Um, so I would never allow anyone in my work to like go out there and like ruin themselves, but I would just make clear that you know, this, uh, these are the hesitations. If you're telling me that you're confident and you're ready to go, then so be it. It almost reminds me of when my little, when my son was little and he wanted to wear nail polish, and you know, truthfully, my husband, um, he was not at all into it, and you know, forbade it. But I, I had a very different approach. I thought, look, if you know what you're doing, if when you go outside with this polish and you realize that people are going to ask questions, you have to be prepared for the answers. And he was. He used to say, um, he only wore it for a short time, but he used to say, you know, I'm like a rock star. Rock stars wear nail polish. Right, right. Really well, I have a son who wanted um, cornrows. There you go. And so, you know, it's just not the norm in our culture. Right. And, um, and I let him do it. And so, and my kids have always experimented with their hair. And now he just shaved... Um, a line through his eyebrow <laughs> <laughs> and the truth is you know I I allow him that's how he expresses himself and so you're right it's you know it's it's giving him the tools to a feel confident and to also I like that actually is to have an answer right if people right. ask you the question I haven't asked him that 
but I think he would just say like I'm a rapper. There you go. You know, but that's how he expresses himself because for boys, you know, it's it is through their hair. Their he's got my son has very um, very different style that is very much like he thinks he's a rapper, <laughs> and so Good for him. yeah, I think that's great. And he has not been, uh, you know to my knowledge ridiculed or but he feels very confident in it so i i really do let him um you know actually (laughs) i took him shopping to h&m actually because i don't like to spend a lot of money on their clothes because they grow out of it so fast and there's really no reason and there's so many options and i sent uh he chose an outfit that was like shorts and a t-shirt that were like all floral like really loud and bright and and i said to him in the store i said oh you could wear like them separately and he was like no no no, no. i'm wearing it together and i was like oh okay and then i said to the salesperson i'm like are people supposed to (laughs) are they supposed to wear it together or separately and he was like no they do whatever they want and i was like okay i was like sort of hoping that she would say it's separate you know because it was a lot and I took a picture of him for the from the back and I sent it to his dad and his dad was like you can't let him get that and I was like I can't really tell him not to I'm so you, glad you did yeah and the thing is it's like you know I think if there was a reason like it was too expensive or you know but we were going back to school shopping and it wasn't expensive it was at age like I had no reason to not let him get it right and so he keeps, I, I swear, I think if you go on my Instagram, you'll probably see it like in every picture. I mean, literally, he wears it all the time. He loves it. Yeah, he loves it. He must feel so confident and so good about himself that he would wear such a thing. That's what I would say. You know right? what I mean? Like, who else would? I, I, I think that's amazing. And I think that you're such a good mom, honestly, for, for letting him express himself in that way. I have, the whole sort of premise of this business that I've started is that, you know, clothes are an armor in a lot of ways and they tell a story and it's the first impression means everything. You walk into a room, someone's going to completely judge you right away on, on what you're wearing before they even get to know you. And I imagine, I have no idea who your son is, but I imagine he walks into a room and everyone's like, wow, look at this guy. He's like so confident and he probably has so much to say or even if he's not, maybe he's trying to fake it till like he gets there. Yeah. But um, how lucky he is that he has you that he is able to do that. Because maybe in a few years from now he won't dress like that, but he'll know like he could. Right. And that's amazing. It is. Oh, I'm I so don't... glad I'm talking to no, you. I hadn't I even thought about it until. I, I mean, I did then because I was like, oh gosh, here he goes. <laughs> you know. But I just like I let him be him. But you know, my biggest. The biggest fear as a mom is that you want to make sure your kid isn't made fun of. Totally. Right? So, but you're right. I guess he does have the confidence because he he has to, I would imagine, he realizes that, you know, not everybody would have chosen that. So. Look, and I just came back from Italy, actually. And um, we were in Rome and we went to some stores. And the way the men dress there is so different than us. I have a feeling your son would walk around he there. Would. Nobody in a million years would even like double take him. Right. You know, like he just fits in so well. Because in Europe, I think the men generally are much more expressive in their clothing. And I don't think they would think twice about it. Right. Um, so it's also our culture, obviously. But it's, things are changing. In the, in the boys' wear now, you see a lot more pink than you used to. And I've seen like young men walking around in hot pink sneakers. And, yes, well, and, that's very popular right now because right. LeBron, I think, has pink sneakers. Right. Yes. So 
my time, no boy would ever wear pink sneakers. You know what I mean? So I think it's just, it's a sign of the times. They're trying to express themselves. They don't have, boys in general don't have that much opportunity to express themselves. So I think it's great. Right. So what advice would you give to, uh, I want to ask you two different questions. What advice would you give to moms who who are struggling with their fashion and, and the way it makes them feel? For their for themselves? Yeah. You know, I think that um, in terms of, you know, they're struggling with their fashion, is it because they're stuck in a in a place right now that doesn't feel right in terms of like are they in between stages? Did they just have a baby and they're stuck wearing that like pajama every day? Or have they been wearing the pajama every day and now they're feeling like they can actually get out there and do things? Are they transitioning to work? So it really depends on the situation. I guess the first step would be to, you know, go into their closet, take a really good look, try to be objective about it and say like, what, what do these clothes tell? What story are they telling? And, um, get a sense of, you know, pull things out, say, what are your favorite things to wear? And if you're not happy with them, you know, try to ask yourself why, why are you not happy with them? Um, and, also think about what it is you're looking for, you know, like, are you looking for some adventure? You know, do you need more color in your life? Um, are you looking f- to be taken more seriously because you have this car- uh, career that got st- uh, stalled for a while and you want to start up again? You know, what is it you need to add to your closet maybe to, to do that? Um, closets tell a lot about a person's story and obviously there's so much more to it than just the clothes but I think it's a first step just to to get in there and see like what is it you have and so many of us have so much in a closet we don't even know what we have so it's important to take it out I think and, and look at it yeah I love that okay and what about for um, as parents are approaching the back to school and the back to school shopping what would you advise parents if their kids have styles that they don't approve of you know I think that um, you have to give your child the freedom to express themselves within certain limits. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest that you allow your child to wear a racist T-shirt or you know something that appears dangerous in some way. Um, that's not appropriate. But if there's a style that your child has, let them let them play it out. I mean, think about when they were little and you let them play, and they were just testing things out. And now they're too old to play, quote unquote. But at the same time, they can do it through their clothing. I think so. Let them be themselves and let them learn. It's a life lesson. Look, if they walk around in 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 crazy high Doc Martens and people are commenting on them, they have to decide for themselves if they're ready to defend it, their choice, or they decide, like, I don't know what I was thinking. And and that's a life lesson. That's okay. Right. I certainly made a million of those choices that went wrong, you know, in, in, when I grew up. So right. I learned from them. Right. Okay. And one last question. What would you tell other moms who want a career change uh, and, and you know with with how has it benefited you what would you tell other other women I say go for it you know don't hold yourself back it's a um, I think just try get out there um, you know the, the greatest thing that holds us back the most I think is our own uh, sense of self and our confidence or lack of so even if you're not feeling it, even if you're worried or scared, just fake it till you make it. I feel like that has been my motto this whole time. I'm 
legitimately like faking it till I make it. And you're making it. I love <laughs> I it. Okay. So. Well, Anya Schwartzman, uh, the fashion mentor, and tell everybody where they can find out more about you or hire you or call you. Or- so I'm I'm um, on on the internet. I'm on a website called the Fashion Mentor. Or I'm sorry. I'm on the internet called AnyaSchwartzman.com. Sorry. I'm still getting the lingo down. And uh, AnyaSchwartzman.com. I'm on Instagram, the Fashion Mentor NYC. Um, you can call me at 917-573-0024, book a consultation. I'd be happy to meet you for a free consultation if you really want to just see what I'm like. Um, it's always scary to take the first step, but, you know, I'll hold your hand through the whole way and we'll make it fun and, and honest and, and, and you don't have to be scared. Well, I love that. Well, thank, and good luck to you and congratulations Thanks. for making such a change and, thank you. and for continuing your business as a psychologist, but also helping, helping so many different people in their fashion choices. Thank you. Thanks so much to Anya Schwartzman for joining the moms. If you are a mom entrepreneur and you would like to join us on the moms podcast, please email moms at the moms.com or again, find us on Instagram at the moms network. We would love to share your story. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear and learn and share your story. So please reach out. Have a great week, everyone.